umgoblue.com. By fans, for fans, since 1999. We'll get started. If you have any questions, raise your hand. We'll call on you. Start on the left there, Casey. Talk about recruiting Jake Moody, and what did you notice in him when you first got a chance to watch him? Um, very talented. He's got a uh, very good leg, and... Um, very, very productive. Um, but strong leg. Thought he could be a real effective kickoff um, player for us right away. And um, and then uh, you know he he uh, he's progressed very well as a as a field goal kicker as well. Thanks, Jim. Welcome. Stand on the left there, Larry. Can you give us an update on, on Chase Winovich and his status? Do you expect him to play? Um. So good. Really, best possible outcome um, for both Berkeley and, and Chase, um, as the way it looked on Saturday. But uh, yeah, CAT scans are negative, uh, were negative, X-rays negative for both Berkeley and Chase. But continue to evaluate every day. So, so with Chase, that means you don't, you're not sure yet? Yeah, to continue to evaluate every day. Um, Steve? Back to Chase, just looking at what he's done for you this year. Talk about his overall contribution to this team. No, it's been a, a, at a most valuable player level. Uh, he's had a he's had a great year. And also, Ben Brudison. Uh, we don't talk much about the lineman, but he came in. You kind of knew what you had with him. Where has he progressed this year, and what has he done in terms of leadership? Uh, been been great at both. Uh, Ben's been an outstanding player for us on the field. He's been a tremendous leader for us. Uh, consistently plays at a at a very high level, uh, and the leadership is. Consist, consistently there daily. Um, so you know, one of my one of my favorite players on the team, Ben Bredesen. Over the left again, Larry. Jim, what are your favorite things about this defense and how it's playing this season? A um, lot of things that uh, you know love about our defense and how they're playing. Uh, you know, so many so many players are playing at, at a really high level. They're they're playing their best football. They're of their um, college career, consistently playing really well week after week. Uh, but a lot of things to you know, really like about the, the way the secondary covers, um, the way our front seven plays. You know, it's, they play and they play really well together. The uh, the front, the linebackers, and the secondary. Um, you know, consistently really good with their, you know, great with their fits and. And um, and they adjust well. Uh, they tackle really well. Uh, could go on and on, Larry. You know, a lot of a lot of things. In the back left, what, Jeff? Um, uh, with Shea, impressed you about not just the way he's played, but also <coughs> his physical and mental, and and, what, and how he handles things emotionally. Um, how he handled things is. Um, how Shea Patterson handle thing, handles things is uh, is terrific. I mean, he just he, he does what's needed, does uh, 
you know, what's expected, and um, just, uh, hey, you need him to make a play, he makes it. You know, whether it's, whether it's throwing or running or, you know, um, not turning a bad play into a worse play, uh, just, just got a uh, great feel, talent, and, um, you know, uh, energy for the game. He's, you know, love his focus, love his intensity. In back left, Tom. Jim, what was your reaction when you first heard the term revenge tour? Um, that, that uh, you know, players do things to, to motivate themselves, you know. It's, um, that, uh, that's what I thought, first thought of it. What value do you place on that as a motivator? Um, it's, a, it's a good one. I think, you know, <laughs> anger has proven to be a powerful motivator. Why? Um, it just is. I don't know. I don't know exactly why. It's proven to be. Right here, Chris. Jim, what do you know about their passing game on Phil? Uh, really good. Yeah, really good quarterback. Um, get the ball to all parts of the field. Playmakers, um, you know, at all the eligible positions. Uh, do a great job protecting, and, and uh, quarterback does a great job getting the ball to to uh, multiple people in the passing game. Right, John. I was just going to ask about Ohio State in general. What you see out of them and their ability to, to pull out some of the close games that they had. Yeah, they they do a great job scoring points. Uh, along with the passing game, I mean, they got a really effective running game as well. Talented players and and good schemes and and uh, really good execution. In the back right, Jordan. Jim, what does the Ohio State rivalry mean to you? Uh, the same as it always is has meant. Does mean now and all, and always will. Big game. What, what is that? It's a big game. Right, William. They even got a name for it, the game. Jim, would you find going back to the whole revenge motivational thing, would you find this this team unusually motivated of, of teams you've had? They seem to talk about it being driven so much by all of that. That's just a good. It's just a good ball team. Um, you know, think of it like any good ball team you've ever been on. You know, whether it was little league or high school or, or college or pro team. Um, you know, guys from the neighborhood playing together, uh, enjoy each other's company. Uh, probably the most profound thing is, is is how they talk about each other. You know, even if you're complimenting one of our players, uh, they are very very quick to. To move the spotlight off of them and onto another position group or another player, uh, I think that speaks volumes. Close knit team. Jamie, every week you guys talk about how focused you are game after game. Is there a moment where you step back and thought, this is really fun? We're having a fun season? Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah. In front, Nick. Jim, speaking of. Working, working hard, but we're having fun doing it. Speaking to that, a year ago, after after Boston Ohio State after the season ended, this was a, you know, challenged the team, you challenged them to get stronger, you challenged everybody, including yourself. 
Can you speak to the maybe the buy-in that everyone's had to get to this point, 110 straight? It was probably a, not an easy year all the way through. Can you speak to how that's sort of happened? Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think I did a little bit ago. You know, it's a tight-knit team. Left there, Dan. Given that that was a big part of the conversation in the offseason, is there <clears throat> more significant pressure going into this game than maybe past Ohio State games you've pushed in? Uh, I was looking at pressure as life-giving energy. So. Is there more life-giving energy going into this Ohio State? Yeah, sure. Fired up about it. Can't wait to watch our guys compete. Jim, you just talked about the offense a little bit there. It's obviously vastly improved from last year, but I was wondering if you kind of put on a 10-point scale. Last year, your offense was blank. This year, the offense is blank. I really don't like to get into comparisons. Never, never seems like a good idea. Even comparing two people, you know, or two teams, or two players, always seems some, some, somebody, somebody or something always seems to get diminished. So I avoid it. How satisfied are you then that the offense has progressed this much in a 365 days game? Yeah, we're uh, we're happy with the way the offense is playing, and um, you know, working. Uh, Working really hard and have been working hard to you know, put in a good plan for for this game and can't wait to get on the practice field and uh, start practicing it. Stay on the left, Jack. Jim, what excites you most about this game, about this year's game? The competition. It's always the best part. All right, Chris. After Washington, can you talk about how Stuber did at Red Yeah, Stuber's had a good game. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was confident. He was into it. Uh, you know, physically did a very good job. Uh, moved well. Uh, was really good with his assignments. Yeah, I was I was really pleased with uh, we all were how Andrew played. And then any update on Juwan? Um, no, no. Should be better today. I would I would I would assume, but today's the. First time we see the players, they're off on Sunday, so um, they'll be they'll be coming in shortly. Jim Parham, how much does it motivate you that this team hasn't won down in Columbus since 2000, and as well that you have not won yet as a head coach against Ohio State? Yeah, I expect our team to be very motivated. I know I am. Go on the left there, Larry. What it mean to you and your team and this program to win this game? Yeah, it mean a lot. Elaborate. Back left, Tom. Jim, how do you find the balance between letting go of defeats in the past and learning from them and using them? How do you find that balance in leading a team? Well, starting with our goal, our goal is to win the next game. So, um, you know, when you when you win a game, you want to come back Monday and and do everything you possibly can to you know have that have that same feeling, that that happiness, that that elation. And when you lose a game, you know, you come back Monday and do everything you can to make darn sure that doesn't happen again. So. Um, I think it starts there with, with our goal of winning the next game.
time for a couple more. We'll start with Fuller on the right. Obviously, Columbus can be a tough place to play, Rockets environment, everything else. Do you enjoy playing in Ohio State? Well, I don't play anymore, so. Well, I mean, going there, coaching there, competing yeah, there. Sure. As I said, the competition is the best part. And, um,. You know, the, the, this opponent has a, you know, has a has a great record. You are what your record says you are, and um, and so do we. And uh, expect competition at the highest level. Left, Jack. Tim, as a player, you made that guarantee against Ohio State. What is it about this rivalry that made you make you know a guarantee like that for this game? I don't know. I don't know what. Honestly, what made me think about that, and it's been been a long time since, and you know, don't have much to say about that. So is this just? Can't tell you what it was. Yeah, you know, just to answer your question. I can't remember really what it was, or I don't even know what it was that made me say that, or you know, do that. But is this just one more game on the schedule? Of course not. But in the middle, in the back. Coach Tino Bovenzi from ABC6 in Columbus. Um, how do you get your quarterback, Shea, amped up for a game like this? Is that something that he either has or doesn't have? Or are you concerned about nerves for him at all? Uh, he's, you know, he's been, uh, he's been all you can ask, you know, from a you know, demeanor standpoint. You know, every, every, uh, every game we played, so I'd expect it to be the same. And then uh, Coach Meyer always... Um, uh, talks about a mutual respect between these two programs. Um, I'd just like to get your thoughts on that mutual respect in this rivalry as well. Yeah, I'd agree. Last question, Dan. Well, the, the progress you guys made in this game you're at right now, is that devalued if you can't beat this Ohio State team? Does that change your view on this team? Um, we're just working hard to make darn sure we do everything we possibly can to, to win this football game. Thanks, guys. We'll bring out the players here in a few minutes. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.